Hi, everybody. This is Shrink Chat with Shannon and Kathy. Hi. Happy Halloween almost. We're so close. <laughs> After doing the Halloween episode, it's like, ee, and it's October and it's cooled off a bit. And uh, yeah, so Halloween is next week. We're very excited. <laughs> our favorite season I although have, i really also i love october and halloween but i also love november and december yeah so. i mean it's just a great season yeah I, um i have to admit though with covid and stuff it just and us not being able to do all the events we usually do it's felt different so i've had to find other ways to celebrate yeah off and on um we have certainly on the show and in in real life talked you know dismay i'll be going to that reign of terror um tonight so oh I'll wow! Oh cool! Tell you all about it. And what is Reign of Terror? That is, uh, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's it's um, mazes, but this year they're due to COVID. I don't think they have any live actors. Oh, um, I remember. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. So you're going to go there with some peeps? Yeah, and... a couple friends, and I guess we get to go through like with our group with nice. masks, and so they do all that. But yeah, oh, I totally look forward to that. Maybe you could talk about that on our Halloween episode. Mm. Um. Right. I did want to mention like how I, so Kathy's in charge of the merch, <laughs> our merch. And I guess we have t-shirts and mugs now. We do have t-shirts and mugs and we're going to be getting more stuff. I've ha- I have had a couple requests for horror facts with Kath merchandise, not to worry. Don't lose sleep. It's coming. Um, but as far as our really nice pottery mugs, those do take a little while to, um, for our, our distributor to make. Yeah. So if just know that if whenever you order it, it could take up to four weeks before you get it four to five weeks before you get it. Cause he makes them all individual. So please, you know, let us know. Um, if, if you're thinking about it via Instagram, mostly, right? Yeah. I've been taking most orders through just D- DM us on Instagram. And, but if you're not on Instagram, shoot us an email. That's probably mm-hmm. the number two way. Um, and yeah, we're, uh, learning some things, right? Because one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to make a really quality product, like something we would want in our own kitchen, something we would use, something we kind of dig. And what ended up happening is that we made a, something actually made out of pottery and like crafted individually. It has the artists and the initials on the bottom. And so what happens when you do that, just like on Etsy or anything else is that it takes, it's takes a little bit more time and and care yeah. to deal with. And they're nice. They're worth the wait. I, I want to thank our um our listeners who did purchase them and they are being shipped out if they <laughs> haven't been already. So those of you who yep. ordered a bunch should be getting them in this next week. Um or should have actually gotten them. Yeah. Sorry, we record ahead of time. So you should have gotten them. If not by now, please let me know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. you know, and then the shirts, the shirts are great too. They're, they take a little, they're less effort to get. Um, we can order those much quicker. So, but just to let you know, um, and I'm hoping at the start of the year, I will have some new ideas for merchandise that I'm cool. thinking about. So the shirts are fun because what happened for us, um, the behind the scenes part is of course, you're like, okay, we're going to do a shirt. People are asking for some kind of paraphernalia. And so, okay, a shirt. Excellent. And so we did like one or two and they weren't great. And so we don't like things when they're not great. It's one of the reasons why we went overboard on the pottery mugs is because we wanted to be kind of cool. And well, we I'm wanted to be a coffee drinker. Like I want a certain kind of, I drink so much coffee. Well, and with shirts, I don't want to wear a shirt that doesn't fit right or feel right on me. 
Yeah. And so you a don't couple want cardboard. of cardboard. Yeah, a couple yeah, the, so one of the ones we tried was cardboard and that's what you get when you try to do something like inexpensively, <laughs> which is a lesson we all learn over and over again in life. Um and then and then I think we found a good one. Yeah, we use Bella Canvas. Yeah. Which is good. So. And I have lots of t-shirts by Bella Canvas. I mean, that's a really standard brand. I've washed so. mine a couple of times now and um I typically don't throw a lot in the dryer at least on high heat but the first time i did just to see what it would do and it really didn't shrink a whole lot so yeah we've been <laughs> they're true to size this is what we do we we it's like a taste test we get the shirt ourselves and then we wear it uh, for all days at a time and then we wash it and we try to figure out what's up <laughs> yeah um but I perfecting mean, it for you <laughs> but why not right yeah. i mean no we we just want we want it to be okay you're gonna buy it and you can't see it we want to know, know want to know that you're going to like it so yeah we hope for it anyway so that's merch and um for those of you who'd like to um, be more involved with the podcast we have a patreon page so please go check that out and as part of the patreon um if you give a if you're a patron that gives five dollars or more each month as part of how you're supporting us you also can become part of the discord channel which is where i um spend a lot of time with the peeps there and honestly you guys like everybody there is super quality and they are super horror fans and several of them are true crime fans so Join us and join me in particular. And that is actually also a way that if you wanted to become involved there, like, you know, I'm very active on there and you can talk to me about anything you want, which a couple of um, recent patrons have done, like giving me feedback or asking questions or what have you. So do that. So next is a little segment we like to call horror facts with Carol. oh it was like a groovy kind of way she mm -hmm. didn't like blow out the sound this time oh. i didn't have to like turn her down less real is fast. more shan less oh. is more oh okay <clears throat> she usually <clears throat> mutes me <laughs> <clears throat> and then her saying less is more to me is number one super funny right the same director went on to direct rumpelstiltskin <laughs> do you remember that horrific horror film yeah. in the 90s even the cover box was god awful. Disastrous. Number dose. Despite its poor reviews, it went on to be a cult classic and the first theatrical release for Trimark in home production. So it was the first film produced by Trimark. Number three. There are eight films in this franchise. Oh. This is about to give it away. <laughs> you know I never get them anyway. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch around these numbers. Number four, the main character's makeup took three hours to put on. Number four, Lucky Charms was used as a product placement, but then revoked permission after seeing the final film. And lastly, the director was inspired by a serial commercial. Sure. Whatever. I had to look up Rumpelstiltskin, actually, is what I've been doing while you've been <laughs> This will give it away. This last one. Oh, there's another one. Jennifer Aniston made this film $15 million. Which was a lot at the time, I'm assuming. Especially for this film. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she made that on her uh, dish. Like, when she got big, this movie had already been made. So, on on 
I think VHS and whatever. Oh, I see. It made 15 million more because it was one of her first On fi- the back end, as we yeah. say. So it's Leprechaun. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say like, she, you know, she was brand new. It was Right. Yeah. So no, the film made more than that. But when she got big, people then went and, well, and yeah. made it another. Of yeah. course. It's like Sandra Bullock has, you know, sexy yeah. scenes in some of those first movies that no one ever saw. Um, that she does, Edward. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that, Kathy. You're welcome. I got that one, by the way. But yeah, you had to give it away with the Jennifer Aniston situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I I only <laughs> situation. I just love that Lucky Charms saw the final movie and they're like, never mind. <laughs> you cannot use us. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Although God, that that franchise has some has some massive fans. Yeah, like uh, there was a discussion the other day about you know like ah oh, Leprechaun. You know, if you're watching Leprechaun. Th- four then i'm in if you're watching leprechaun three forget it like they all know what like i have no idea what they're talking about I'm like leprechaun three and four i know there's like 45 of them but i guess if you've actually watched them and paid attention there's, yeah there's uh, a difference i'm trying to I'm trying to think of what they they ended up calling it i'll find it on just here. like any franchise i guess you're gonna like now i feel very i feel very um at home in the halloween franchise after having you know Wednesday we talked for an hour actually about the Halloween franchise and I had never watched the Ram Zabi movies and I think I had never seen a couple of the others and so now I feel very solid and yeah. I like I can speak from my own opinion about them you know because if, if you haven't seen them you can't really that's very true I, at least that's my core belief is that if you haven't seen something like you can say oh I'm afraid to see that or I don't want to see that because it's this that or the other but you can't really weigh in on what it was if you haven't seen it so anyway lucky clover is what they named changed the name to in the movie leprechaun instead from lucky charms when they were told they couldn't (laughs) use it they had to change it yeah they gave him permission and then they were like nope thanks so much for playing uh you were going to tell the story of something i don't want to give it away the story of stingy jack stingy jack so um this is an old um irish like i don't know if it's an urban legend or what you call it it's kind of long so i'm going to abbreviate it but since we're getting close to halloween here i thought this was kind of a fun story story it up for us so as the story goes, several centuries ago, amongst myriad towns and villages in Ireland, there lived a drunkard known as Stingy Jack. Jack was known throughout the land as a deceiver, manipulator, and an otherwise dreg of society. Was he stingy? Stingy Jack. Okay. On a fateful night, Satan overheard the tale of Jack's evil deeds and silver tongue. Unconvinced and envious of the rumors, the devil went to find out for himself whether or not Jack lived up to his vile reputation. Typical of Jack, he was drunk and wandering through the countryside night when he came upon a bloody cobblestone path. The body with an eerie grimace on its face turned out to be Satan. Jack realized somberly that this was his end. Satan had finally come to collect his malevolent soul, so Jack made a last request. He asked Satan to let him drink ale before he departed to Hades. Finding no reason not to acquiesce at the request, Satan took Jack up to the local pub and supplied him with the many alcoholic beverages. Upon quenching his thirst, Jack asked Satan to pay the tab on the ale. Much to Satan's surprise, Jack convinced Satan to meta- metamorphose <laughs> into a silver coin with which to pay the bartender. Satan did so, impressed upon Jack's unyielding nefarious tax- tactics. Shrewdly, Jack stuck now the Jack stuck the now 
transmorgified Satan coin. You picked a story to read with lots of large words. <laughs> into his pocket, which also contained a crucifix. The crucifix presence kept Satan from escaping his form. This coerced Satan to agree to Jack's demand. In exchange for Satan's freedom, he had to spare Jack's soul for 10 years. 10 years later to the date when Jack originally struck his deal, he naturally found himself once again in Satan's presence. Jack happened upon Satan in the same setting as before he seemingly accepted it was his time to go to Hades for good. As Satan prepared to take him to hell, Jack asked if he could have one apple to feed his starving belly. Foolishly, Satan once agreed to this request. As Satan climbed up the branches of a nearby apple tree, Jack surrounded its base with crucifixes. Satan, frustrated at the fact that he had been entrapped again, demanded his release. As Jack did before, he made a demand that his soul never be taken by Satan. Satan agreed and was set free. Eventually, the drinking took on its toll on Jack, and he, and he died. Flaky Jack's soul prepared to enter heaven through the gates of St. Peter, but he was stopped, and Jack was told by God that because of his sinful lifestyle of deceitfulness and drinking, he was not allowed into heaven. Jack then went down to the gates of hell and begged for admission to the underworld. Satan, fulfilling his obligation to Jack, could not take his soul. To warn others, he gave Jack an ember, making him a denizen of the netherworld. From that day until eternity's end, Jack is doomed to roam the world between the plains of good and evil with only an ember inside a hollow turnip. A turnip actually referring to a large rutabaga to light his way. And there are very many different versions of the story. I'm not sure if this has anything to do with the origin of the jack-o'-lantern, um, but this is supposed to be, you know, you can look up, like there's even patches of Stingy Jack in his story. But I think it's it's so layered in like Irish folklore and Catholicism and guilt and sin and drinking. But also, I don't know, just kind of a fun Halloween story. Do you want to um, reference what you were reading from? Was it like Wikipedia? Yeah, it's just, but I mean, you can find the story anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty, you, if you just look up Stingy Jack, the story will be there. Cool. Yeah. At first, I thought, I wonder if she means Springhill Jack. No, a but, lot Spring, of Jacks, but, but Springhill Jack is also a really good story too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> she was reading fast at first. I was like, wait, what? What happened? I don't understand. But I have never heard that story. Before. I I hadn't either. But I was looking up Halloween stories and stuff like this, and Stingy Jack popped his little head up. Nice. Yeah. But if you think of an ember inside of a type of vegetable i don't know maybe think <laughs> <Rutabaga>. of rutabaga <laughs> a jack-o'-lantern that's hilarious though i mean a rutabaga really so <laughs> stingy jack okay who is it stingy jack also known as jack the smith drunk jack flaky jack and jack <laughs> of the lantern ah see jack of the lantern so this is where we get <laughs> she's decided that this is where we get it our jack-o'-lanterns all right the jack-o'-lantern may be a derivative from this character. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Stingy Jack is why you carve pumpkins on Halloween. Oh, wow. You are... This is not following the rules of logic. <laughs> what are you talking about? It says it right here. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm still going to make fun of you. It's fine. I mean, it makes sense. I didn't say it didn't. Our I'm buddy, done. I know. She's done and she's grimacing at me. Um, our buddy watched this time was a movie called The House of the Devil. So The House of the Devil is a 2009 American horror film 
written, directed, and edited by Ty West, who's done a lot of stuff. So you guys, as horror fans, um, probably know who that is. So what else about this movie? Where is my... This was some shit. Let me tell you, when I watched this... She always buries the lead. I'm not going to. <laughs> um, I was being funny. Oh, but go ahead. <laughs> you don't ever no, bury the I don't. lead. I, try was not, my point. I really try not to. <laughs> it really takes a turn. So the plot concerns a young college student who is hired as a babysitter at an isolated house and is soon caught up in a bizarre and dangerous events as she fights for her life. So that's the basic thing. And... I mean, it combines the haunted house with the slasher movie. Yeah, because it's filmed in 2009, but it takes place in the 80s. Right. So that's kind of fun because yeah. there's a lot of 80s like stuff going on. If you didn't know, you would think you were watching even the filters. For and stuff. sure, because there was something called Satanic Panic in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And so that and that is the central plot of this movie, basically. So what did you think of the movie overall? I liked it. The end took a little bit of a dive it got really flipping weird mm-hmm. um but overall i liked the lead actress actor yeah she was great i thought she was great i thought the guy was incredibly creepy oh my, my gosh my first thought was i'm totally with the friend who was like uh we need to go <laughs> peace out she's yeah. like i need the money not that badly yeah like four hundred dollars or something I mean, in the 80s, that's a lot, I guess, for it, her age. It was a lot. Um, but we always minimize. Yeah. And minimizing is really an important part of horror movies, <laughs> is minimizing threat. You have to minimize threat to stay in the situation. So you always have to have characters that minimize sure. the threat that's coming out. And, and this was a very good example of Eyes that. on the prize. She wants this 400. She's like, all I have to do is stay here tonight. And yeah. she's like, okay, but this is... And so the friend leaves... She stays, all this weird stuff starts to happen until she finds herself up in the attic with a satanic ritual. Yeah, it it, go, it takes a turn. Um, this movie did the festival circuit in 2009 and 2010, like independent movie type festival circuit stuff. It's slow building. I love that like. about it. Yep. So I watched this movie... Um, with my with uh, in a buddy watch with my friend pepper on the discord and so she it was actually her recommendation like hey have you seen this and i said of course no which is my (laughs) fairly typical response for me there's so many horror movies out there and everybody has their thing but um i love a haunted house and i love a slow build so it was totally right up my alley and then uh i think i think it was pepper who said like if if the ending doesn't land for you, like if the like you said when it twists and turns and goes weird, if that doesn't land for you, like if you're not okay with that, then this you'll think this movie's a piece of shit. But if you are going with that and it lands for you and you sort of like the way it goes, then you're gonna really like this movie. And yeah. that that's um because and I think she says that for a variety of reasons. I mean, my take on it is that the reason why that might be true is because it's good performances. It's laid out well. It's got the slow creep. It's got some like, you know, the the mashup of Haunted House and Satanic Panic and Slasher. Like, I love all of that. So there doesn't really isn't reason not to like it. There isn't really any reason not to like it is what I meant to say. Um Unless the ending doesn't really land for you or if it gets too weird. And so that was my, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. 
Um, I hadn't seen it. So. It was it was entertaining. Cool. And it does have that creep factor because it's slow building, and so you kind of feel like you're in it with her. You're yeah, not, yeah. You're not ahead of her. Sometimes no. you're ahead of her. Totally. Like our thought processes. We are... didn't know that's where that was going. No, we did not. We knew it was a weird house. She I mean, knew it was a weird house. Now you guys will know that's where it's going if you decide to watch it, but it's um But even with that, worth I it. mean it does even say that somewhat in in the trailer part or whatever the summary, but you don't the way they do it, I didn't expect that. No, no, you don't know where you still if you haven't seen it, you still don't know where it's gonna go. <laughs> um, cool. So what else have you been watching? <laughs> Okay. Oh boy. So Joe, Here we go. Joe Bob brought me to You watching some more slop. Oh god. <laughs> okay, this though. Remember when we were talking about Rob Zombie's like gratuitous yes. awful there's no point at all in making certain parts of films. There was no point in making this film at all. Okay. Okay, so this is a, a How do you really feel? Well, and I'm going to read you two of the Pieces of feedback. So it, it is 1976, I think. So that, that explains some of it. But it's a movie called um, Blood Sucking Freaks. Have you seen this? Uh, I think so. Okay. It's, um, it's called Infamously Sleazy, Exploitation Horror, about Sardou and his assistant, Ralphus, who is a very tiny person, but also completely developmentally delayed and kind of talks like, um, Igor. Yes, master. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, who under the guise of magic torture and murder nude women in front of an audience. However, the audience thinks it's an act. The best part of kind of watching this Mm -hmm. was, um, Chris Jericho, who's a professional wrestler was on the show with Joe Bob oh, and, fun. and his commentary was hysterical. He actually likes this movie, but he was going into the way that he was commentating about some of these scenes, these explicit scenes. So a perfect example would be they, they, they kidnap this woman with like lo- like a lot of like massive blonde hair, like huge head of hair. Okay. They lock her up in a prison cell. They torture her. And there's a scene where after they've like stripped her down and, um, you know, raped her or whatever. They, one of the doctors drills a hole into her skull with a drill, clearly, because mm-hmm. it's a clearly. drill hole. He then puts a straw uh-huh. in the hole of the back of her head and starts drinking her brain. Okay. Uh, take about two minutes later, they bring in a girl who's probably about 16 and she's a bad girl. She's a bad girl because she didn't go to dance class. <laughs> oh, okay. So they pull down her skirt, put her in a guillotine, and put a rope in her mouth. And they basically say, we'll see how long you can keep your mouth shut. They pull down her pants and start to whip her with bamboo until she opens her mouth screaming and chops her own head off. Okay. <laughs> and then Ralphus starts to make out with the decapitated head. Okay. No, okay. I haven't. No, I have so, not seen so this movie. Can I give you critic reviews real quick? Please. Freaks isn't much of a movie, but it does retain an eye-popping sense of violence brazen in its contempt for women and disregard for human life. And then another guy says, if you enjoy watching this movie, I honestly don't want to know you. (laughs) Somebody else said, the point of this crappy exploitation film is to be revolting. And if you're not revolted by it, you might be a sicko. Um, I mean, yeah, it's... 
I couldn't believe what I was watching. So I looked it up and uh, I know I have not seen this. 1978. Sorry. Well, this says this says 1976, actually. And the original title of this movie was The Incredible Torture Show. Well, it was. And it's uh, what the version I'm looking at is unrated an hour and 24 minutes. And it's listed as a comedy horror. This is two hours and 37 minutes. Okay. Also rated comedy fantasy horror. Uh, but it's 2.37, I think, with the Joe Bob. It's Joe Bob, yeah. yeah. The movie's actually only an hour uh, and 24. I don't know how we... I couldn't even do that. There was parts that I even had... Re, I rewound it. I, I didn't even watch it in a linear rewound. fashion. That's so cute. I know, I did. I rewound it because I'm like, what did I... And then <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, forward. on your VHS tape, yeah. you rewound it? Uh, <laughs> on my... Uh, on my... What you call it? What do we call them? Smart TV? Yeah. So they uh i had to fast forward through it was so disturbing and weird mm-hmm. the joe bob picks some good ones it's also what they can get the rights to but and it's also how they want to produce it right like what guests people they want to have on it so it's always well it's not always a weird movie like they did heathers which yeah, i thought was heather, fun yeah, and, yeah they do some you know, good ones they too. did halloween they do they do good movies as well but they all but it is joe bob briggs drive-in theater yeah. so it's drive-in that's movies. why he does dario argento <laughs> oh we forgot to add him to our list of okay yeah, yeah of yeah. what tell the people what you're talking about oh, well, we're you know we have ideas coming up for the rest of the year yeah we're we are currently programming november and december and so before this we had a short discussion um that we actually recorded for the the discord channel so they'll the the patrons will hear a little bit about this but um we're plotting out the episodes maybe just giallo in general kathy wants to do dario argento she wants to do an episode on that guy I just want to hear Joe Bob say it again. It's funny because we did a, our episode of Michael Myers on Wednesday. And the first time we did an episode on ho- just Halloween, the first movie, I listened back to it's not available on our on our um, it's not available anymore. It's not it's one of the episodes that's not available on uh, like iTunes or whatever anymore um, on purpose. Like I took down a lot of the beginning ones. and I'm going to put them up actually like on our Patreon page and stuff so that like those are just exclusive to that. And don't worry because they're back in the day when our sound wasn't that great. And, you know, we were working out some kinks. Anyway, in that episode, you mentioned Dario Argento. Did I really? <laughs> you totally did. Why? I laughed out loud. Wait a minute. Which episode was this that I mentioned? You, she wasn't listening to me. Halloween. We did an episode. Uh, no, I, he- I heard you say that, but why Why would I be bringing up Dario Argento during that? Two years ago, we did an episode in 2018. I remember. On, I'm telling the people. Okay. <laughs> Halloween. She's got the look of death. I know. Like, I'm telling someone other than you right now that we we did that and that um, it was just on the first Halloween movie. And you started talking about Argento, <laughs> like, obsessed. she's obsessed because um, <laughs> you had come up with some kind of fun fact about how Carpenter was influenced oh, by funny. Deep Red. And Dario Argento's, which is a great movie. No, I know. Well, well, this is why you and you and I. I laugh because I over over 
over listened. Whoosh. He kind of reminds me of a of a of an Italian David Lynch a little bit. I think that's why. I re-listened to the old episode because I wanted that's to hysterical. see like what the hell we said, and I bust out laughing. I had to pause. <laughs> I had to pause the episode. Like, holy shit! She, she was talking about him then. <laughs> Two years ago, the damn Dario was like all over the place. <laughs> Dario, oh, Jesus Christ. So. Anyway, so <clears throat> what else? I watched. Gerald's Game. Ooh, I yeah. haven't seen that yet. I hadn't seen it either. Isn't that odd? Because yeah. it's a Stephen, you know, based on a Stephen King novel, and it's one of the ones that everyone says is good. And like as we know, not all Stephen King movies um, play out as good films. And this is a good one. And I have seen it, and I will not ruin it for you or the listeners because I definitely think that Gerald's Game is. An, a Stephen King book offering that should be watched. It is, well, it's horrifying in, in a way that's psychologically horrifying. And, but it's tolerable. Like you can watch it. It's not like a torture porn thing or anything mm-hmm. like that, where it's like intolerable or, you know, blood sucking freaks where it's intolerable to watch. Mm-hmm. It's definitely tolerable. And the main actress is great in it. And so I would definitely recommend that one. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. So put that on your list. I also watched Ginger Snaps. I wanted to say another really good movie. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, Ginger Snaps. And then, of course, now there's, you know, two and whatever. But the original Ginger Snaps is a werewolf story. And Mm -hmm. it's a teenage werewolf story. Mm -hmm. And it's done very, very well. And it's another horror movie that I watched recently that was actually good. (laughs) So I... I have another movie to talk about, but I'm almost wondering, I kind of want you to watch it and uh, for us to talk well, about mention it. Yeah, yeah. Revenge on Shudder. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah. we. Okay. Let's, let's, I, I, okay. Yes. I have seen it because I watched it and told you to watch it like a year ago really? or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. I find, well, I, I we don't, have a lot of those conversations. I didn't realize that you, it was the same. Um, yeah, yeah. I have so much to say about it and I think we can have a good conversation around it. I talked, I have to try and find the shrink chat episode where I talked about it because it was one of those things where we were talking about what we were watching and okay. we haven't watched the same things. And I talked about revenge and um, said, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, Let's now. talk about it. Okay. So we'll do, that as a buddy watch but um you know what i also watched is i watched the crow which is one oh, of my i love the crow it's one of my favorite halloween watches it's such a good movie so we all have our little favorite halloween watches and the crow is one of mine um fright night would be one of mine fright night's another one i just, I just haven't watched it yet this season paranorman i just rewatched, which is a cute one that's a cute i have my family one so I think tonight I'm going to watch, um, I think it's Hocus Pocus. I kind of, uh, yeah. I kind of scheduled out for like every Sunday night, um, um, with, um, the discord, I kind of scheduled out some family yeah. ones. Not that anyone will watch them with me. Everybody's off doing their own thing, but like, I want to watch those. And I'm also on a discord channel because I support a podcast called DL weekly, which is not in our zone, but it's a Disneyland weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. And as part of their Patreon, they have a, they have a Discord channel and they watch Disney movies on there. So I will watch along with Marvel stuff and I'll watch. And so now they're, they're doing these family watch along. So I'll watch with them. Um, yeah. And I, Oh, and house on haunted Hill, which is an oh, old movie. Are you talking I watched the, the original, old one. the black and white, with the Vincent original Price? one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. You know, of all of the older movies that I've been watching lately, that was one of my favorites. 
you know what I want to go back and rewatch? Tell me. Um, and I actually loved the remake was House of Wax. Oh, yeah. It's good. The I have remake it. is good. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I'll put it on my list. I think I actually have already added it to my library. That might be another fun idea to do is to look at some of the classics, like the Vincent Price that have. So, like, you know, we could watch the Vincent Price House of Wax. Totally. And, oh, and yeah, and, and the remakes because the, there's a couple of those really old one that old ones that they've redone. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because there's some rich, rich fodder there, man. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Because House on Haunted Hill would be another one. Because he, I think he made a cameo in the new one. It was before he died. Okay, obviously, it'd be weird if he made a cameo after he died. That would have been. You would have been misspeaking if that was the Or it case. would have been apropos. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. That was another big word. Yeah, a lot of big words today. Uh, Lots and... Probably botched half of them. Um, <laughs> Did you watch anything else, my well, friend? Um, I, I have watched a lot of Halloween stuff. I'm, I'm just trying to remember. I didn't write it all down. I've well, been going through all my... Um, Let's see. Thinking of... You know, I, I go back and I watch... The Burbs. I'm trying to think of the ones that... Oh, I watched Disturbia last night, which is a great one. Disturbia. Oh, what's that about? If you haven't seen it, it came out like circa 2006 or seven. It's a young Shia LaBeouf, like 17 years old. It, it has elements of um, like rear view. And so any, anyway, he ends up being housebound due to uh, uh, hitting his... He punches his high school teacher in the face for reasons that I won't give away, but he's a traumatized kid um, and ends up having to be housebound on an ankle bracelet and starts to recognize that he lives next door to a killer um, and nobody is believing him. And then the next door neighbor girl who has a crush on gets involved and so does his best friend. So they try to record the murder and all, and then, you know, um, and I think, is it Bruce, not Bruce Davidson. I can't remember the actor's name, but he's so terrifying and so good. Let me find it real quick. Anyway, he ends up catching on that, um, you know, they're watching him. 2007 is the year. And uh, it's a good thriller. It's really fun. Like, it's kind of a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if I can get the cast here real quickly for you. So Shia LaBeouf, um, David Morse. Oh, I love great. him. And then Carrie Ann Moss plays the mom. David and, Morse always plays a really good bad guy. And a young uh, Viola Davis plays a detective. Oh, fun. So I remember I saw this in the theater, actually, and I it, I it had those moments where I jumped because it has those, you know how you said you don't like the jump scares that don't add up? Mm-hmm. Like these do. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, so um, for the most part, I think there might be one or two that don't. Oh, that's fine. I mean, all movies, all yeah, but they it, always have one or two. But the big like booms that are supposed to scare you are scary. Yeah, I mean, uh, most horror movies will have a jump scare that's a cat or whatever. I I own this one. I think it's a fun one to rewatch because it also has like a like a high school kind of feel to it, which is nostalgic and um, kind of like you know the scream. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's fun. That's great. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. We are solidly, thickly in the Halloween season. We're in it. I've been, um, I always log my films. At least I started in um, 2020 logging every film I watch. So, um, but for the month of October, I'm definitely participating in the watch as many horror films as you can. And I'm on, um, as of yesterday, number 41. Nice. And we are pre-recording, so... 
I by the time this airs, <laughs> it will be a lot more than that. So at the end of, you know, in November, I will give the full tally of what happened and how much time I spent watching horrific things in my eyeballs. Um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We truly appreciate you. And um, happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. This is Shrink Chat. My name is Shannon. And I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Shrink Chat. Please check us out on our Patreon page, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We'd love to engage with you as part of our community. Please take a moment to leave us a comment on any of our social media. Thank you so much for listening, and once again, sleep safe.